You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarice, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's, the, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cordero Patterson, uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slurp this down. Why you need? Why you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking. I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, thing. so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. Welcome everyone. You <laughs> welcome everyone. Uh, you are listening to and perhaps watching Hot Sauce Sports. I once again almost called it a different show. I'm your host, Peasy Delores. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, the ever patient. Ever wandering eyed, Terry Tam. I um I had a good day today. I did absolutely nothing, and I tanned by the pool. You look tanned. Yeah, I think it's the red shirt though. Perhaps. Perhaps. Are you calling him wandering eye because you think he has a lazy eye? No, it's the first two words that came to my mind. Nice. Oh, it could have been wandering pudding. They, uh, just wandering eyes were the first two words. And that was the voice of Duke. What's yep. up? What's up, boys? <laughs> and the beautiful sounds of Eagle. He is like uh, going to see a concert if a musician didn't know how to play an instrument. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what he would sound like. Yeah. He's got computer Tourette's. <laughs> um, I wanted to start the show in uh, the most insecure place for me. Okay, uh, because we we Your are belly? what? Your belly? No, that. I love being a fat guy. Yeah, no. I mean, love. I did. I, I tolerate it. I mean, I do. I, I do and did like being fat. I do like being fat. I did like being fatter because I just feel like I you like could the do whatever jolliness you want. of being a Yeah, fat. like especially on Christmas. It helps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, seriously. So we're in an industry uh, in, in sports media, podcasting and so on, uh, where people have a lot of fake bravado and a lot of terrible hidden insecurity. Uh, and I had a dream uh, the other night in this dream. Uh, for those who know me, know that uh, I do consume a decent amount of uh, sports media. Uh, one of the shows I like is the Dan Lovett show on ESPN. They do a lot of great work. Sorry. Um, the the produ- so I had a dream where someone set us up to talk to uh, the producer producer of that show, um, Michael Ryan. Yes. Michael Ryan Ruiz. I had this. Yeah, a dream about this. I dreamed that I had to go to this meeting to meet Mike Ryan, and, and we're going to do something with the Levitard show. And so I was like, hey, this is awesome. This is a great opportunity. So my fear is ever having that opportunity and completely fucking it up, right? Yeah. Like, I have this, this paralyzing, and I'm not afraid of a lot of things, but like, if, if I put myself in a position where uh, friends and colleagues get screwed over on my account, I feel awful. Yeah. Right? I get it. So I had this meeting inside of a strip mall, nice. but the inside of the strip mall looked like a keg. Like uh, the keg restaurant. Um, how the hell is that? How does so that happen? So I, why wasn't it the keg? Dreams. I, it wasn't. Dreams. It was Buffet Le Mantani in, uh, in St. Leonard. Okay. Uh, for those local who know that spot, it is <laughs> awful. It's a great place for food poisoning yes. or to launder drug money. Absolutely. Um, but so I sat down, had a drink, and he was so mean to me. <laughs> like he didn't want to be there. It was obvious that someone forced him to go. But he was being such a jerk. He called me short. He was mean. He was like, Pot- what do you, you think? You could compete with us with podcasts? I was like, no, not at all. I just think you're really interesting people. And <laughs> I think we could do something fun. 
And like, and then so Dan Levitard was also there in this dream. Oh, nice. And he wasn't supposed to be. I like Dan. But Levitard. he was being nice because he felt so bad. He also didn't want to be there. At yeah, all, yeah. But was being nice because of how much of a jerk uh, Mike Ryan was to me in my dream. What's wrong with me? So <laughs> would you say in your dream that you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything oh, you ever off. wanted fuck in off. one moment, and you let it slip? I did. Were your palms sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. heavy? Was there vomit on your sweater already, Mom? Spaghetti. But that's something looks like Gloria. <laughs> so, uh, so what's wrong with you? Absolutely nothing. You're an ambitious person that uh, cowers to uh, important, uh, intimidating people. Fair. And that Fair. might be your insecurity. It is absolutely yeah, insecurity. Again, is powerful like, people. So, like, it, I'm, I'm never insecure about screwing something up for myself. Yeah, right? so I'm the same way. Exactly. Never, yeah. Won't bother me. Yeah. But like, if it affects if I else. if I make a lasagna to bring it to Terry's place, and I drop it on the ground. Mm. And like it, and Kevin like Kevin from the office. Ruined. You won't feel bad about that. I'll feel terrible. Oh, yeah. okay. because uh, like I promised Terry lasagna. Yeah, I can bring a pizza. It won't be the goddamn same. They uh, they, they say that in your dream, if you see a toilet, a toilet, don't flush it. Okay, that's because you're afraid of drains. I think it's I think it's a thing. Duke's afraid why, of drains. Okay, what's gonna happen? You let's let's not talk about my fear of drains. <laughs> the so thing is, in my, I've had this in the past where I dream of a, of a toilet, and then just seeing it, I wake up and I gotta piss. But it's like it's instantaneous. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it. I've, I've had dreams. You've only had to piss. That's why you jumped before. I've but had dreams of my like pissing in my dream, and I piss. When I was twelve, wait, you too. My brother and I were sharing a futon too, and he had no idea. I did because I, I cleaned times. it up before he woke up. I've dreamt like yeah, a you, whole day. You like, don't I just through a whole day, and I wake up and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, yeah. wait, you, you don't just clean piss off a of bed just like nonchalant. Well, it wasn't. It was a futon, and it was black, right? So you couldn't see this thing. Yeah, but you could smell it, so you didn't clean it. No, it was probably just uh, my pee's don't smell. I drink a lot of water. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not hydrated. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. I guess he didn't smell it. My stepmom did though. She killed <laughs> uh, and my brother's nose is ginormous. Before we got the show, uh, once we had already done the prep, uh, Jacob Truba traded for Neil Pionic. I mean, Pionic. Yeah, Pionk. Yeah, it's Pionk, <laughs> but I can't pronounce hockey names. I don't even know. I'm just guessing. And a 20th overall pick. What's interesting is they traded for the pick that they initially yeah. traded to Winnipeg. Yeah. In the Hayes trade, in the Hayes trade, exactly. That's what they do in hockey. That's yeah, the hockey. weird. I, like ho- hockey, hockey does hockey Fucking things. Hockey, does. Hockey, so. hockey do hockey does. Is, it, is, it, is there someone in the Rangers office like fuck them? I want that pick back. <laughs> <laughs> like we could do a one for one pick. There's like, really no. There's somebody that might fall there in that spot specifically but that I might, like, might want. And, and we're, we're like approaching the NHL trade, and I've heard uh, on several occasions that after the first eight or so picks, all picks are relatively the same, and that you don't really know. Oh like, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of development involved, yeah, yeah. and you don't like some guys might be great in the sixth round. Some guys might be well, trash. Like Lundqvist was drafted in the seventh round. Yeah, but like, stuff like that. how many other goaltenders were drafted? Oh yeah, I get read it yeah, about no, the same yeah, that sure. never made the NHL. You know what but I mean? the thing is, I find about the NHL now is that in the first couple of rounds, you'll always get the um, they're like they're evaluated properly. Like they are top two round potential. Then you might have a few diamonds in the rough later on. But there, because there's there isn't as many first round bu- uh, busts like there was before, like the 2003 draft class, the the whole Getzlaff class, they're all like still in the NHL except for one guy, and it was the New York Rangers draft, and he never played a game in the NHL. Is it, uh, is it like a scouting issue, or is it just too diverse? Ah, uh- uh, it's too diverse, and now I think the scouting is getting so good that you're able to pinpoint people. There's a lot less busts. Uh, but it's it's very diverse because you you can see a guy from Germany that might have a lot of hype around him, and I'm uh, sorry, no hype around him. But he's been playing in the Swedish elite league for two years. So he's been yeah. playing with men, 
And then he'll translate over here to the NHL and he'll fucking dominate because he's been playing with men for the last three years. But in the end, I think it all comes down to... Like Austin Matthews. The, 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 proof, the proof has to be on tape. Nobody knows that, of course. Absolutely. More than Sebastian Vettel. And with that, <laughs> the news. Terry Bear. What do you want, fuck? I'm not talking about the news with you. Oh, okay. We kind of do ah, the Ah, this picture, man. Where, where <laughs> it begins is in your least favorite city. Yes. I the six. Toronto. Okay, no. no one's ever called <laughs> it the six oh, until like two years ago. Um, the I literally lived there half the time. I'm telling you, nobody ever called it the six. Uh, it was good. It was a good series. It was a good game. Did you guys see Marc Gasol having a time of his life? Yeah, he he, he chugged dude. a bottle of wine. Oh, he was smashed the whole that. time. I love that I love kind it. of shit. Yeah, I love it. That's the, honestly, though, because of how, especially nowadays, the players are in peak physical form and yeah. nutrition's a huge part of their diet, especially older players. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like end-of-season celebrations ha- have to be wilder than they've ever been, right? Yeah, I guess. It always, they always have to one-up each other. That's also true. And, yeah. well, I mean, no one will ever live up to uh, Ovechkin or they'll die. No, no, nobody. But um, I, think, I think Toronto's giving it a go. Honestly, um, your thoughts first, Terry, on just in general uh, on the game? Oh, it, was game such a g- it was such a good game. It was back and forth. You always felt that Toronto kind of was pushing, like, like 10th of 20% more. Uh, when Clay went down, it was rough, man. It was like, f- I was at a bar downtown and uh, like they were, everybody went quiet, you know, because it's like, fuck, the way he fell, you saw his knee buckle. So but it was a good game overall. I, lo- I love the way the fucking Raptors battled and they they played, they played really good, man. And I'm super impressed with, uh, I was talking to Mo Khan about this last night with uh, da- Danny Green and Kyle Lowry to me, those two guys together played amazing without them it wouldn't have happened so i have a question uh, it, it's not a quote really this series i'll, I'll give you I'll sort that. of the, i couldn't find the actual quote but here's the gist of the quote who said this i guess we should apologize for the injuries i guess we should apologize for the the, the schedule we played yeah i guess we should apologize for this championship Masai jury said that nope steph curry said it after they beat uh lebron's uh cavaliers when Kawhi, when uh, Kyrie got hurt and when kevin love got hurt and, and LeBron. You shouldn't have to apologize. No, but it's just yeah. funny that everyone who's... Like the asterisk, right? How the turntables. Yeah. Have turned the tables. So, yeah, but like people are saying, oh, uh, because KD wasn't there, there's an asterisk on Toronto's championship. No, there isn't an asterisk there. They no. won the fucking championship. Correct. And they won it fair and square. And the last two rounds, they won it dominantly. And, and so like that, that leads me to Skip Bayless going off on the Raptors. Uh, he, guy, was, he was talking about it. Um, and what I liked is... I heard Sitchis Sashera. Uh, then you on, know what Skip Bayless does, on ESPN though. Radio, he went off on on Skip Bayless, which is funny because ESPN doesn't like mentioning former employees, yeah. and they don't tolerate swearing. Sitchis Sashera did both in the interview, so I couldn't find that clip because ESPN buried it. Yeah, of course they did. The reason why I hate this whole asterisk talk is that Steph Curry needs a, a team full of superstars to win. No. But Kawhi I mean, that's, has that's no superstars in this team. Both arguments are dumb. And yet, and then that's no. that's both like arguments are dumb. Both arguments that. are dumb. It's, he is, we have a, a, we have another Steph so Steph Curry could do it without those other guys. He, he almost, he but almost also, did. But it also, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I know, matter. but it just ultimately, it doesn't matter. Don't, they, they all just, play don't the be talking games. about asterisks. They all play the same games. They're missing one or two guys just, here and there. I'm just saying, I don't want to hear asterisk talk because the Raptors had just as many challenges. Of course, not 100%. having Durant and Kelly Thompson but to just lean on. Since Cicero during the parade was asked about sort of the. Uh, reaction by American pundits, and here's what he had to say. This, this is a crowd that I know they're expecting a lot of people, Tim. 
we're seeing signs that maybe there's more here that they were expecting and and it's just a little problematic from a time standpoint so if you're watching on sportsnet now or the city tv mobile app move back what do you think our american counterparts are saying about all of this who this cares is a show up. oh who cares, dude? <laughs> i'm so tired of the american counterparts this team won a championship fred van vliet had everything hurt on him this year Kawhi was limping That's by the end of the series kyle had a bad thumb they didn't have a top 10 lottery pick this team was not supposed to be here i don't care if la doesn't like it i don't care if espn doesn't like it i don't care if boston I don't care if New York, I don't care if Oakland doesn't like it. That city is owning it right now. And to hell with the rest. This party is in Toronto, it's in Canada, and I could care less what any American pundit, station, or team thinks about this. So that's it. So like, the, it's, uh, Who's been talking negative about... Well, the whole thing of Skip Bayless refusing to call Kawhi Leonard by name saying number two. So you know what Skip Bayless does, though? Yeah, he takes the least popular opinion. No, he takes whatever the most trending opinion is oh, and yes. goes against it. Yeah, and go, it's what he does. He's known to do this. He'll look at trends. This is the most trending thing. So Toronto winning, Kawhi Leonard's the best. That's trending. I'll talk shit about that. But also, like, and then people are talking about, oh, Kawhi's not going to leave. So congrats, Toronto. Enjoy your only championship, so on. But yeah. like, look, I got to give credit to Masai Ujiri. He put together a team with no top picks, without without free really, agent, really acqui- without huge free agent acquisitions. Honestly, the, the talent evaluation uh, from a draft perspective, from being able to move pieces in trades, uh, to me has been absolutely incredible. Uh, we'll see, of course, if Kawhi stays, if Masai Ujiri stays. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting. You think he stays? Sorry? You think he stays? He'll probably Who? sign a one-and-one. One. Kawhi? You're asking about Kawhi? Yeah. Kawhi will probably, uh, it makes sense for him to sign a one-and-one one contract where he has he's one year with the Raptors and a second year he can opt out. I feel like that would be an interesting an interesting. No, I think, I think he's, he's looking for a, a huge payday at max. From an American team, and he's still going to collect his new but balance. He, no, checks. but he can still he can still sign a massive deal with the Raptors. What I'm saying is that he can sign a massive deal yeah. with within within a year and wait wait for the landscape to kind of new set up next year. No, see no, what no. the There's teams no kind of stars they sign. There's no waiting with Kawhi. I, there's, there's I, I think he's going to go to a team that wants him, and I'm, you're well. You're Brian Winters, Brian Winters is saying that the, the, he, that's what Brian Winters is saying. You're crazy. So. You're crazy. If most you NBA players will sign. Doesn't have a say in this. But most most NBA. Stars, the trend is to yeah, sign Kevin Durant one year that. deals. Kevin no, Durant did that. LeBron did that. Yeah. They will. All, that's just what they're going to do because they make the you most money that way. Think, think about it in a way like it would make a lot of sense in terms of a basketball perspective because he would be able to play next season with the full, the yeah. same roster. Now, every single player, Danny Green's gonna is gonna opt back. Uh, sorry, Paul Gasol is gonna opt back in. They can re-sign Danny well, Green and bring it's back not the full it's Marc Gasol. Uh, Marc Gasol is probably gonna get released to clear cap space yeah, to bring he, somebody in. Yeah, I think he knew that too. But they could they could potentially yeah. sign the, the same. They can team. they can. But the thing is, I think what the Raptors want to do because the the goal of that trade was to create he's not clear staying. the balance of his tra- uh, contract. Well, here you you say that, but Adrian Wojnarowski is reported today. The there's two no, there's two options. He's looking at two things. He's looking at the Clippers. He's looking at the Raptors. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think there's there's an equal chance. But but, but also those same tweets say he's look, he has a hard look in L.A. and it's in the Clippers. Well, here's look. the thing. People are saying he wants to play in L.A. He's never said that. No, I know he's never said that. And, and they're like, well, but he's from L.A. How often do players – the Trends. one time it's happened was, was, was uh, LeBron. LeBron going to Cleveland. He's not even from Cleveland. He's from Akron. Yeah, it's not it's the same place. Yeah, he might take a call from the Knicks. You will not take a call from him. No, probably will. This one place is not going. A little cup of coffee. You're going to get Kevin Durant. Here's an eagle. If we can get the video on this one too, that would be awesome. Uh, the one thing Masai Ujiri does not get enough credit for is the biggest acquisition. Uh, someone to get, put this uh, this montage together. Here is 
Jeremy Lin's oh, I love Jeremy Lin. finals highlights. I think I, I would buy every one of his jerseys. history where where we thought he was going to be the next big thing yeah what a fall i mean but if you knew anything about basketball it's very obvious he wasn't going to be hey man most of new york man you're chanting his name <laughs> look I, I, that's how star that's how star you know uh, how star starved, star starved been. we are and it also happened at a time where Melo was injured too so lin sanity was supposed to be the savior until uh they went to miami and d wade and lebron said we're personally going to double him and that ended very quickly um, but so yeah, congrats, so congrats to the Raptors. Honestly, congrats to the Raptors. It's 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 been fun. Look, I'm not. Neither of us are Raptors fans. Nope. Um, no one in this room really is. But as Canadians, I think it's fun to have been involved. Oh in yeah, Raptors. for sure. You know, it's like it's it. something cool for Canada. I was, so I was I was I was downtown when they won when they won, and like I we, we waited for like an hour at the bar after my brother and I, and uh, we kept on drinking. So by the time we started walking, the crowd started emptying out. Right, like after like an hour, and uh, so I posted on the hot sauce like. A video of me on St. Catherine is like people walking away. I'm like, oh, real cool Raptors yeah, fans. That, and then I, we got so much hate. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, uh, it's a Thursday in Montreal as well. <laughs> we all have to work the <laughs> No, but they were there. Just they, at that point, they were like, okay, it's over now. Let's yeah, go back. Let's go home. <laughs> um, or, or let's find the bar. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of being outside? Mo Khan was the worst on Twitter. He kept on coming after me, sending me videos. I'm like, I know. But when I was there, there wasn't. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a cool ride. Uh, in for an interesting ride, I think, are the Lakers now. They uh, are doing the deals and making the moves that we thought they would make. Uh, 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 if the Pelicans win a championship this year, Anthony Davis should get a ring because he built this team. Yeah, they won't win a ring this year. <laughs> um, more likely, the, the Lakers are now the favorites in Vegas to win the NBA championship. Yeah, I saw that. And Toronto's like at 8 point, eight, eight, well, eight Because they don't know what's happening with Kawhi. I get it, but you assume they're keeping the same roster, right? You, well, that's the thing. So like the Did Clippers are Clippers? the Clippers are 700 uh plus 700. Plus 700 to to, to okay, win. Okay. So they're they're kind of they're kind of hedging same, their in bets in there. In that same ballpark, yeah. Cuz I was thinking of putting a bet on on the Clippers thinking, well, he's not there yet. Yeah. Um but so the thing is, he gets traded for uh, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, uh, three first-round picks, including the number four overall pick in the 2019 draft. It's a great trade. Oh, absolutely. I think it was it's a haul, massive haul. Well, yes and no. What's, the, what, what's their starting lineup going to be next year, Pelicans? Uh, I got it. I'll, I'm on it. Lonzo. There's, Drew, pro, there's for sure Drew. Lonzo Drew Ball, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Zion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. And then would be... But also they have the fourth-round pick, so if they pick, yeah, exactly. if they pick uh, Barrett... To, to match so Barrett's with, not going to fall. With, well, uh, will the Knicks screw it up and not pick RJ Barrett? No. 
They, they probably they won't. Get, then they, they probably that, won't. Then they get no. Jaw probably go too. No, like they're I also trying. The, the, the Knicks are already talking about trading that pick, so I don't even think they yeah. they want it. The Pel- the Pelicans have been trying to trade up to get RJ Barrett. So um, that's been, that, that was reported four. yesterday as well. There's so many good players that that they can take out for also. Imagine so. RJ and Zion get drafted. Well, that's the they kind of want to do everything to keep Zion happy because they don't want to make the mistake that they made with Anthony Davis. And it would be like, great development for for RJ too. For both yeah. of them, yeah, both take them. a few years together, build build it, just like what OKC did. Yeah. With uh, Harden and Westbrook. And then when but are you out. are you guys okay with potentially mortgaging the future for and I know Anthony Davis is great. Depends they're not on, mortgaging. Depends future. on they're which getting a, a superstar in his prime. Of of course, uh, but I'm, I'm yeah of course. And what I'm saying in a sense is that they're they're giving up on potentially their next draft picks for the what the next four or five years. Nope, not the next. So it's yes. And, and so the next five years. There's, there's a couple at, of a, like at a, a minimum because the NBA you can't trade um, you can't trade back to back years. First round picks. Oh, okay. So it's three over the next five or three over the next seven. First of all, if if it's three of the next five, for the next five years, those won't be good draft picks. Because even just with Anthony Davis, not to mention oh by the way, LeBron James is there. Yeah. Um those won't those will not be top twenty picks. The, the, the fact is that this is maybe the biggest haul I've ever seen for a superstar. I think fa- it's an actual fact that this is the well, most. Because the money, the most but the money has had. to match in basketball right. or in yeah. general. No, in, in basketball, this okay. is this is the largest haul ever for a superstar. Trade or Patrick Watcher. No, but I'm saying specifically in basketball. And, well, but in um, basketball, you need to make the the money match first of all. So the Lakers that, have a lot of Walker low trade. have a lot of uh, low salary players they can trade, which is what they did. Right. The draft picks are a lot. But the draft picks don't mean as much as they do right. in other, in other and sports. And I mean, we look at the, uh, the other players. Okay, Brandon Ingram. There was there was a point in the season that he looked okay, but we Who don't really know. Who was the better version of Ingram? Lonzo too. Lonzo, we don't know what we're getting. I mean, he's okay. He's I good like defensively. Lonzo. Right? Lonzo, Lonzo's good. And then in transition. Jo- Josh Hart's a, a good system player. He yeah, can exactly. Pop into he's a lineup. Like none of, none of them are really like. I, f- I feel if I made that trade, I'd be like, okay, you know what. I'm not going to go to bed tonight but thinking that but I lost anyone. But specific. you're filling because you you you're assuming Kuzma. you're drafting Zion. They are. Right? Yeah, you're assuming yeah. you're drafting Zion, so you're filling the roster just to complement him. Those guys are all complementary yeah, players. Well, I think I think I think in uh, Lonzo's going to be a better fit for um, mem- for um, yeah, I think so too. For them, and then he was in LA just because again the ball dominance of, of LeBron James. We, yeah. With the Pelicans now, you have a, you have a, a guard who moves the ball, who's not looking to shoot, who's looking to distribute the ball, uh, get the ball to a guy like Zion Williamson, yeah. uh, get him involved in the offense early, uh, and, and again, nice pieces in Ingram and Hart. Still, everyone who says this wasn't a bad trade for the Pelicans, guys, the Pelicans lost a star player in the NBA. That means you've lost your chance, and and none of those players, none of them are ever going to be as great as as, as Anthony no. Davis. Maybe maybe Zion Williams, maybe maybe, just like we don't know. That's the unknown, right? The thing is, they traded a, a sure thing, yeah, for a lot for of a uncertainty. Lot of questions. I mean, Brandon Ingram's still twenty one years old, so who knows what he's going to be like in three four years? They got a lot of picks too out of it. anyway. We'll see. It's it's I, I it's like the move. It's I like the move both sides it's because Lakers are like fuck it, we're going to go for it. And I like the Pelicans because they're like, okay, this guy's not going to stay. Let's get something good out of this. And they got a lot of complimentary players with picks, and they can have a good future, a good eight, ten-year run. No? And it and it also shows that Rich Paul can make anything happen. If Rich yeah. Paul says my player is going to the Lakers, there's nothing you can do. You know, they they tried they tried to ignore it. This well, the trade. shadow the shadow commissioner is the Rich Paul but, and LeBron James. But what I'm what I'm also yeah, trying yeah. to bring up with this whole thing, as soon as I as soon as I I heard the trade, my first thought was it made me think of the Yankees when, like, who are you bidding against? Who else is trading for Anthony Davis? You don't have to give away all these pieces the for Anthony Davis. But they didn't. But Rich Paul didn't had no interest in the trading Celtics, them to the, the Raptors. The Celtics, uh, you know what I mean? Like if if a, if a player's not going to stay with your with your franchise past a year, 
you know you're not you're you really have no trade uh trade positioning in that, in that sense but you don't you know, know you don't know like once the once he's there we saw that with paul george once he's there in your city it's a different like you have a whole year to negotiate yeah. with him you yep. have a whole year of making promises you have a whole year like like you know we just talked about Kawhi. Masai Ujiri is probably saying, listen, if you stay, we'll give you this, we'll give you this, we'll surround you with these pieces. We'll this could be a dynasty, so on. You know what I mean? So, like, we don't know what's important to we different players, yeah, right? So, we'll exactly. get him in your organization, and that's what the, that's what the, the Lakers Next. did. Um, David Ortiz, some details coming out. Uh, looks like it, like we were saying last week's show, that doesn't look like a robbery. Yeah, that was it an wasn't a robbery. I definitely hit. Duke, you, you did some research on this story. I didn't see the video, though. David Ortiz. I, 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 I did. Can you uh, talk to us? What did you tell us of that I, research? I don't have much research. <laughs> okay, so I did some research <laughs> on the story. Um, so the media is not showing it, but you if you dig a little deeper. I saw the video. Yeah, exactly. You'll find some stuff. No, but the, what the media is not going to talk about is they're not going to talk about how Big Pappy, somebody was sleeping with one of his, his girlfriends. Yeah. And it, this guy was like, a, he's like a cartel guy. And that guy paid two kids. The kid that you, we said the video released of him getting beat up is the driver. And the other guy got away. I think they caught him now. Um, but they were it was an attempted assassination mm -hmm. on, on David Ortiz's life. And that's why David Ortiz was flown out to Boston. They didn't want him to stay in Dominican. Yeah. Well, the, the weird thing is... And he's married with two fucking girlfriends. So, a couple things. One, um, he sent out... He, sent, he bought her um, a Lexus that he paid yeah. for with a check that says, for the car. Like, the check said what it was for. <laughs> um, she posted that David Ortiz got her... That car on Instagram. Okay. Um, but this, all of these are not the strangest part of the story. You know what it cost to get David Ortiz uh, assassinated? $8,000. Eight thousand. That's all? Yeah. David Ortiz, had he, had he known, he would have whipped out his wallet and be like, here's 50 grand, leave me alone. No, not only that, is that the, imagine how desperate those two kids were yeah. that had to shoot him, you know? So I guess these guys, it's tough for them to go back home. Might as well stay in uh, North America. I mean, it's a poor country, and a lot it's of people. It's tough. It's tough anything. because, uh, and you know what though? Like, if if the, if this can even happen to David Ortiz, yeah, it can literally happen in to anyone because too, the dude is a god in god, Dominican exactly. Republic. Anyway, I hope he pulls through. I think they're saying he's gonna pull through. So, um, I fucked up, man. We are. Everybody likes Big Poppy, man. Nobody's ever complained about him. He's been I in never said anything bad about him. He's been in stable condi condition. Good. Uh, What's less stable is the Houston Rockets situation right now. <laughs> nice segue. Um, James Harden, CP3, they're not playing I thought nice. you were going to use the Rich Paul to Chris Paul segue. I was going to, but yeah. then we continue talking. So <laughs> I went with like uh, health to team health. Yeah. No man's beard, I guess. Um, <laughs> so but are we, are, we, are we surprised that they don't like each other? No. no. Well, especially given the way James Harden plays. Um, man, can you imagine he would have stayed in OKC? Like how do how did him and Westbrook have shared the ball? Like all they do is put Especially the ball in the floor. Now the way he's developed, absolutely yeah. But I'm not surprised. Chris Paul is you know he's a tough guy to play, play with, play against. You can tell that he just doesn't give a fuck. And then James Harden is just. Well, but you say that, but well, part of like, he just has like Chris Paul has like this attitude like just no he cares too much. But he, the thing is no no but like 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 I don't give a fuck about you. Yes yes. That well, I but but again but, no, but wherever you are I don't give a shit. All season That's long CP3 was trying to work with Coach D'Antoni. To, to coach up Harden. James Harden. Well, you saw that video that they showed? Yeah. yeah. That that did not go over well because James Harden was like, yo, whatever, you're old. You can't even beat your guy. Just watch me play. Yeah, pretty much. That's literally, that's been the quote that's been coming out of the, the locker room. And we know room. how Chris Paul is one of the freaking best point guards in the game. And like, and, and like people always knock him because of postseason success, but in the history of the game, 
Chris Paul's numbers are are, are absolutely up there with some of the uh, greatest. It's argue, arguably one one of the best. One yeah. of the best point guards of all time. Yeah, you know, I don't do rankings whenever we famously we yeah, yeah. I hate that stuff, <laughs> but you know, he's still whatever the number is, he's top whatever. Like he's he's one of the best yeah, point guards in the exactly. history of the game. Absolutely. Um and so it's 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 frustrating, I'm sure, but it's interesting is this comes after a couple of weeks of uh, Daryl Morey saying basically everyone's on the table. Yeah. So this is something that's been building, right? So this is, there's something here. There's something behind this, don't you think? I think that there's a lot of just prima donna shit. I don't think there's anything other than that CP3 tried, didn't work, get me out of here. That's but it. given the age and given the contract, do you think the Rockets can even trade CP3? No, he's going to stay this year. He's not going to go anywhere. Because it's you're trading a max player in his thirties. What are you giving obviously up? Obviously, not too. as good as he was. So if you're another team, what are you giving up for him? You have you to give up a lot. You have to give up the equivalent contracts. Yeah. And assets, right? And the thing to consider too is that um, it's you know you're not just trading for for any player. You're, you're you're trading for a guy that always causes problems in the locker room, has consistent issues with injuries. Chris Paul. Yes, and uh, you know in the playoffs he's had a pretty awful time, especially in late in late game. Uh, Late game performance in fourth quarters. So okay. all of these things, it's it's not like you're just bringing in uh, a superstar. You're bringing a superstar with a lot of headaches. Terry Eric Olson has been re-signing with the Sharks. Love it. So I know Good he's for him. I know he's the best defenseman in the game right now. Probably right? Healthy, or up yeah. there, right? Healthy. But that's the question. Yeah, he's 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 almost more machine than human at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think long term this contract will pay off for the L- Sharks? Long term, if they give him the time to recuperate, I've been saying it all year. He needs like almost a full year to just recuperate from all his injuries. Are they willing to put that kind of money, eleven million dollars, uh, this year? Well, they're probably going to tell him this and recover. We need you healthy. We can make another run at this. He's still under thirty years old. He does play a very well. He'll come back over thirty. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, on he, the cusp. He's aggressive. He plays an aggressive style of D. Doesn't last long. But if he takes the time to recuperate and get all his injuries done, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I don't see an issue with this. Eight years, ninety-two million, whatever it is. I love it. I love it. Joe Thornton has also committed to coming back for one more year at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. that should be fun. Yeah, but that's gonna be great. That's fine. Like Joe Thornton again, it's year to but year. But they can't sign Couture, and Couture is the biggest part of their playoff. Yeah, well, him and Timo Meyer had a great. Uh, yeah, he'll be back. Great playoffs as well. Um, but so we look at so one thing I was reading today, uh, Terry. The comparison between this contract and the Drew Doughty contract and the impact it had long-term on the franchise, this actually is a heavier contract than the Doughty contract because there's a lot more of it's guaranteed. So the the end of this contract will be more difficult for them to buy out, more difficult for them yeah. uh, to dump. Um, do, you, do you think it'll have a, a similar long-term consequence for the Sharks? Mm, I don't think so. I think they're looking at him like, you'll play be with us until you're 37 years old, and by then you might have been traded to a contender or whatever but they know they knew that they needed this guy in the locker room they needed this guy on the ice wearing that sharks uniform so like what's the cost we want you here that's it all it showed to me is that sharks are loyal to him that they're not going to just throw him away cuz he's banged up he would have made that money on any team any other team i think i mean i don't love the amount of money but i understand how he deserved it and how he got it and well, just the guy's amazing, man. I, I can't say enough good words about how good he is. Well, that's the thing. In sports, you often get paid for past success. You get paid in the present for past success. Yeah, well, Drew Doughty, the thing about Drew Doughty was him was because he had won a Stanley Cup. Like, you know, he had some success. Mm-hmm. Where Carlson didn't have that success, he's getting paid just because of the, his skill set. Yeah. Where Doughty was paid because he has a good skill set and he's been a winner, you know, and he's continued to lead. And he took the, he took on a captain's role where Carlson isn't doesn't have an A or a C on the team. So 
I mean, I see both sides of it. I can't compare the two, two different styles. Yeah, so we, we just talked about a guy whose uh, past has been great in the NHL. Uh, we're going to cut and talk to a good friend of the show, Gio, uh, Gio Fiore of the Tucson Roadrunners, about his potential future in the NHL when we come back. And uh, you, can, uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. subscribe. They get the shows, then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the amount of right amount of time. Be a word. Pick animals. The road runner. Because he always wins. Terrible, terrible always segue. Wins. Always wins. What's up, G? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Um, so, so what have you been doing this off season? What's what's been going on with you? Uh, nothing much. Uh, pretty much a regular off season. Just uh, come home, relax for a week or so, and then you start uh, you start doing the little things back up again. And when when do you have to report back to camp for Tucson? Uh, only in uh, so I go to I go to Phoenix Coyotes camp. It's only in uh, September, end of September, I think. The Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we saw. I saw uh, you've played a game in the NHL, one game with the Anaheim Ducks before you got traded. Uh, what was that experience like? Uh, fun. It's the NHL. I mean, uh, it's a it's a big step. It's very challenging, and it's obviously not easy, but a lot of people say it's hard to get there. It's even harder to stick. So pretty much that's all. Of course, of course. Now, I want you to know, uh, Gio, uh, myself, Terry, uh, the boys in the back, Duke and Eagle, um, we are we're on your bandwagon. We're your fans. You're a friend of the show so, now. We got you back. We know you were traded for Trevor Murphy. We know he's got, uh, he's got five points in eight games. Doesn't matter. We are team Gio Fiore. He's scrap. From, <laughs> from henceforth, we hate Trevor Murphy. <laughs> Whatever he becomes, if he becomes the best player in the league, we will hate him. We will hold signs that say he's trash. We will not have him in the show. He is garbage. Anti-Trevor Murphy podcast. The first ever anti-Trevor Murphy podcast in the history <laughs> of the NHL. <laughs> you never know. Imagine there's a random-ass <laughs> fucking anti-Trevor Murphy I'm, podcast. I'm starting it tomorrow. Find, uh, out, find, out if, find out if we, got an, if we have any competition <laughs> you, in the area. You want me to go try, talk trash? No, no. Come I need on. you to find out if there's another anti-Trevor Murphy podcast. I'll go talk and trash. And then buy the domain for IHateTrevorMurphy.com. I'm on yeah. it, boys. I'm on it. Do you, do you even know who Trevor <laughs> Murphy is? Hashtag it also. Yeah, yeah hashtag yeah, it also. Exactly. Do you yeah. know who Trevor Murphy yeah, is? Uh, well, yeah, since since uh, Tucson was in our division, when I was in San Diego, we'd always play against them. So it's pretty much the same faces every night. And what's it like moving from uh, beautiful, sunny San Diego to the dead heat of Tucson, Arizona? It's nice. It's nice. I mean, it's different. It's not as uh, It's pretty much desert, as you said. There's a couple mountains here and there, but it's it's dry. It's, it's a desert, but it's beautiful. I love it. And uh I mean, San Diego is nice also. Okay. Wonderful city, wonderful fans. Like, great great place to play hockey. I've actually had to go to Scottsdale for work, and uh, the company I went to go visit was asking uh, or I, if I wanted to go to the desert. And I was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, okay, cool. Just don't step on any scorpions in the desert. Mm-hmm. But how are you supposed to? Why would I, I you voluntarily know. step on a scorpion? I, I don't know. But apparently that's a thing you have to be warned about. Anyway, when I went to Arizona a few years ago to see a buddy, and it's uh, it gets so hot out there, man. I want to. So I'll go with uh, an experience I have uh, from the desert out there in Arizona. Then I'll get 
So I'm buying time for Gio to get a, a story straight. Uh, I was I want to hear one of your crazy stories if you can, Gio, if you got any. Um, one one time when I was out, uh, we drove from uh, Las Vegas to Arizona in a Dodge Caravan where we proceeded to go off-roading with the caravan. Dodge Caravan because why not? Uh, on the way there, we stopped at a truck stop in the middle of the desert that had one thing on the menu, Terry. It was, it was one thing on the menu. In the middle of the desert, clam chowder, it was green. I ate pork rinds instead <laughs> for, for lunch. How the fuck do you have clam chowder? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's what's uh, been one of your uh, strange uh, strange stories from the desert? Uh, I got a couple. I mean, nothing crazy. But uh, when I had first got treated there, I was driving up. And I stopped at a subway and a gas station. And they also had a barbershop in the, in the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. America. That sounds that sounds about right. That sounds right. You know, there's more Subway franchises in North America than there is McDonald's. I, I, d- I did hear that recently. Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up if you think about it. Because you see McDonald's everywhere, but Subway they just fucking dominate the market. Well, but Subway uh, they promise that you'll eat fresh. McDonald's makes no such promise. So <laughs> maybe it's on point. Yeah, Subway, uh, Subway dominates the market, right, Terry? Yeah, exactly. they, they dominate the fast food Subway. They're fucking smart Subway. They convinced us. For years, that eating an entire loaf of bread for lunch is good for you. Yeah, it's fine. Look, <laughs> what you do is you eat an entire loaf of bread, yeah. and then you look like that guy who was fat and ugly and now is just ugly. Yeah, exactly. And now is also a sexual predator. Now, I'm just, I, I've never been ugly. I'm, I used to not be fat, now I'm fat. Yeah, it's because it's of the sandwiches. <laughs> Body transformation, so exactly, they're not wrong. Yeah, they're not exactly. wrong. Um, we, uh, we were talking about before the show, uh, we wanted to see, now that you're here, uh, talk to you about some of the news uh, coming out from the KUMJHL this week. Uh, Yaroslav Alexiev described some sexual assault and some hazing rituals that, uh, you know, were sort of like crossing the line and so on. As we a had guy, that here at McGill. We say yeah, but but there's but there's been stories coming out of yeah, the yeah. Q specifically for years. As a guy who's played in that league and uh, as a guy who's uh, sort of known in the culture, how regular is that in the culture? Uh, yeah, I, I read up on that stuff also, and I mean, every team is different, but when I when I got into the into the queue at 16, to be honest, it wasn't like I didn't get nothing near that. Like, I, I, I got in halfway through the year, so I didn't pretty much didn't even get a you weren't even at the uh, initiation, initiation done. Yeah. So, and even if they were to initiate me, it would only be like probably have to drink more than other guys. I mean, some, like, story, uh, I don't want to say he's lying or whatnot, but seems far-fetched. I didn't, I didn't experience that at all, and nothing close to that. That's really, that was really messed up, and I, like, I, I don't know what the truth is behind that story. I mean, it sounds like, like, older school type uh, initiations that were done, like, way back then, so yeah. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you on that one. I mean, fuck, we've had that here at McGill. McGill had a few mm-hmm. amazing things. But, like, wouldn't anybody else come out? And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm worried about the guy who put the broom on. Did you read the story? The guy yes, put a yes. broom on with a condom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why about that guy? My question is, why did the guy think the broom needed a condom? Yeah. It makes it smoother. It makes it easier to get in. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's uh, his concern, apparently. No, but I'm worried about that guy. And this was in... This was in 2017, 2018. Like, this is too long ago, man. That's like fucking old school hockey stuff. Right, like, right uh, I'm not fucked up. 
Nah, it's, it is fucked up. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. What's so the worst? What's the worst hazing story? Or at least not a hazing story. Like, what's give, give us like a good story that you had at like initiation or that you had to give to a rookie or whatever the case may be. Because in sports, it's like some guys just don't give a fuck. I've uh, I've been actually kind of lucky. I I have uh, always seemed to have an easy uh, easy way through that all that hazing stuff. But there, there, like the new age hockey, there's there's not much like going on. Like yeah. Like rookie parties, guys. Guys will just go out. They'll go have fun. They'll go drink. So like, what do they make you do? Uh, like, uh, like this year when uh, at the beginning of the year in San Diego, we had a. Uh, even in Tucson, we did. I uh, was there for the rookie party, thankfully, and we had uh, the, the rookies had to put uh, WWE costumes. <laughs> That's funny. Who were you? We had to go out. For, I I didn't put. Oh yeah, I did the WWE also. It's true. I did. I was uh, I was Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I wore a pair of leggings and I wore a mask. And I wow, had no shirt on. Like, where's this picture, man? How come I never saw it? Those are classified pictures. That's why. <laughs> well, my question is, um, what is if not for the? Uh, and this is in response to a tweet um, that that references Giovanni Fiore. Gio, uh, do you have any nicknames? Uh, better than the one I see in this one, where it says "goal" with several exclamation points, yes. and then the Italian stallion oh. yeah, wins baby. it in OT. So, like, is that is that the official uh, Geo Fiore nickname, or you got someone? You got something else? Uh, I'd say there isn't one that's stuck, but if there's one, I'd like to stick. That's that's a pretty nice one. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay, so what do they call you in the hockey locker room? Because we know hockey players either they like to complicate people's names for no fucking reason. So, what are you like? Yeah, mine's mine's really pretty complicated for your average uh, your average Joe. So they just call me Gio or keep it simple. Yeah, that's it. Eh? Fuck. But it's always like your last name is Hall, so you're Halsey. It's a nickname that made it longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's always, syllables. It always yeah. ends with an S and a Y at the end. That's it. Yeah. So it's like or it's, an ER. You just add an ER after. Yeah. 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 Fiorzy. <laughs> What's up, G? I would. I probably. I assume it would would have been G. But whatever. That would make it shorter. Jeezy. Jeezy. <laughs> tammers. Tammers. Uh, tammers. I have a lot, man. I got Hammer, Tammer, Tammers, Tam. Well, Terry Tam is an actual nickname. And then I got that when I was playing. I don't know Tammer. if you know this, but uh, Peas actually isn't my birth name. Oh, fuck. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nickname. Fuck. I thought you were I thought you were from Lichtenstein. Duke. I thought you were from Lichtenstein. <laughs> also, neither is Terry. None of us go by our, for, for our real names. Our we're, birth names. we're trying to stay away from the government. Fair. Off the grid. Off yeah. the grid. All the cash sponsors we get in this podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have said that. Um, so, Gio, what are your thoughts uh, about uh, St. Louis and their their reactions to winning the cup uh, a week ago? I love it. Uh, it's it's good to hear. I mean, it's good to see. Like those those are good. Those are good. Uh, the Stanley Cup final. Like mm-hmm. if you're a hockey fan, like. You, you, like you want either team to win because they both battled really fucking hard. And I mean, it's it's nice seeing you face to win St. Louis. Like uh, fun team. Like they fucking worked their ass off, and they're hard workers and and they're clutch. Like they came in uh, when it was huge and huge timings, and uh, it was fun. Like as a hockey fan in general, like not even a hockey player. Like I had a good time watching it. Oh, for sure, man. I watched all. I watched uh, six out of the seven games at least. And no, but the thing is, is that no game had 
uh, was won by more by less than two goals. Everything was a little bit like it was always somebody else's turn to be good. You know, it's always uh, Benny Tate played well yeah. or fucking Rask played well. So it was never like it was never tight to the end, except for that 4-2 game in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis in Boston for game five, I think it was. But other than that, it was it was pretty spread out, but still tight at the same time. And I love the St. Louis Blues because they're not like your cookie cutter, like interviews and things like that. You know, like all Gio, you know, I always say this, but it's uh, hockey players. They, they have like kind of boring style questions, like answers like, you know, we're trying to get pucks on net, you know, pucks deep, grip your sticks tight. Uh, win the neutral zone. There's like the same 12 to 15 sentences all the time. So, so for me, St. Louis was like completely different from that. It's yeah. like they were a little bit different and their fans were awesome. Except for Pam. Yeah, the fans were a big part also. And like as you're saying, Terry, like it looks like they, they have like an honest group, like you said, like in the in the media and stuff. They never said the just the other, like the regular hockey player sentences. But yeah. yeah. And Ryan O'Reilly, man, what a fucking beast that guy is. So, uh, one yeah. quick question here before we let you go. We know you have to go do uh, tough guy stuff immediately after. <laughs> By that, I mean yoga. Um, the uh, speaking of tough guys, Chara played th- the uh, through the series. What do you have against yoga? I love yoga. I don't. It was I, just, love yoga. I went for the joke and then <laughs> led into Chara being tough, dude. I just did the, the podcast thing. It's called a segue. Maybe try one on sometime. <laughs> what? Uh, so Chara played through the series with a broken jaw. Uh, that I've always said hockey players have to be the toughest because they literally play a game with sports uh, with, with swords under feet, nice. um, and fighting is like it's it's like regimented into the game. Is that sort of the toughest injury you've seen a guy play through, or any? Have you seen anything or played through anything quite like that? Uh, I haven't seen or played through like anything close to that, but uh, that's, I'd say that's pretty fucking tough because I see it as like you, you have to talk on the ice, you have to do everything with your mouth. Like, yeah, you're skating and passing the puck and using your brain. You don't have to, to like technically talk as much, but. You need to have your mouth like. I the thing I think about is eating before the game. Like you need to fuel your body properly. Like you're that late into the playoffs, you're that tired. Like you need to be eating properly. You need to be putting the right stuff in your body. And you can't really do that because your jaw's broken and it's pinned yeah, shut. You, so you can't talk shit either. So that's you know that's the worst part. That's the yeah. worst. That, it's not the, the nutrition thing. It's not being able to talk shit. Uh, but. I do want to thank you for taking a moment to talk shit with us. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Jo- Giovanni Fiore, uh, AHL forward. He, he plays with the Tucson uh, Roadrunners. He will be with the Phoenix Coyotes yes. sooner than later. Yes. Uh, he officially, Arizona Coyotes. So I'm, I'm, like, I'm old, Same man. I make those mistakes. Box. I still see the Hartford Whalers, okay? They still play in Phoenix. Um, yeah, they do still play in Phoenix. They play where, Scottsdale? Whatever. Scottsdale is basically Phoenix Jr. Um <laughs> So hopefully uh, we'll see him up in the NHL again sooner than later. Definitely before Trevor Murphy. That guy's a fucking hack. Uh, the first ever anti-Trevor <laughs> Murphy podcast. Uh, Gio, we're pulling for you, buddy. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I think um, I don't use Twitter or Instagram. My Twitter is gfiore13, and I think my Instagram is gfiore22. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, when we come back, We'll close right. up the show. And uh, you, can, uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. Right. They get the shows. Then they choose to listen to it or Yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the amount of, right amount of time. Be a word. Well, that was, uh, we've been through the news, we've been through an interview, I had a great talk with Gio Fiore. Now, we cut to rapid fire. Let's see if Duke gets it right for the first time in the history of he just time. just asked what he has to do <laughs> in our group chat. Hi, boys. Hey. Hey, how's it going? So the first one is... hey yo. King's new crown. LeBron ah, gets a new hairline installed. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote it up for him this time. That's <laughs> why. Uh, so he's been, he's been balding the last couple of years, right? So why is this news, man? Let the fucking guy live. <laughs> Fuck, why are we talking about this, man? Well, it's just like... I guess he's not giving up on the dream. That's it. First of all, there's two reasons he's got to do it. One is he's living in L.A. He's got to keep the hairline fresh. Or he just goes bald. No, no he's not going. No. Not in L.A. He's not going Second, MJ. dude, he's, he's on a show. He's got his own show in a barber shop. He can't be bald. That's a very good he point. can't be bald. Barbershops do beards too, and his beard isn't going anywhere. Being cool, how, how being do they actually cool. install this? Is it super glue or what is? No, it's what just exactly? a hair treatment. It's like, Sometimes, it's like transplants. It's like, transplants. I, I don't know this stuff. I'm completely glue. You you're one of the smartest people I know, and then sometimes you're the dumbest person I know. If you have an hairy ass crack, they take the the hair from your ass crack. That's also not true. Brian Urlacher, famous for doing his hair. Jason Witten. Yeah, absolutely. No, actually, and, and Nick Wright. And Nick Wright. Really? Nick Wright did his head? Killer He's tweets, bro. OJ no, Simpson hey, joins hey. Twitter. Uh, OJ Simpson joins Twitter as a means to repair his reputation, and the results are we got, splashing. We got this video, Eagle. Cue it up. Hey, Twitter world. You know, for years, people have been able to say whatever they want to say about me with no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. More importantly, I'll be able to talk about everything, especially sports, fantasy, football, and even politics. But for now, let me just say to my fellow fathers out there, happy Father's Day. And God bless. So well, for, for a guy. second, for a second, he was Hurt Schmendekar all He's over again. He's such a character, man. But within one day, he threatened to do it on Twitter with stab with knife emojis. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. For a guy who's, who was... Accused. Acquitted of, but accused, accused of murder, of. with a knife. Yo, maybe that's a bad look. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. I saw on Twitter comedian Norm Macdonald actually replied to his first tweet of the video saying, "Hey, I'm on Twitter." Saying, "Hey, I recognize the golf course behind you. Someone's gonna find your house." <laughs> <laughs> but OJ, man, fucking guy, good for him. He's back, baby. The juice. Big baller guarantee. LeVar Ball promises uh, that the Lakers made a terrible mistake in trading for Lonzo Ball. We got a, we one got of our most famous like sound. Guarantee. Like I say again, it'll be the worst move the Lakers ever did in their life, and they'll never win another championship. Guarantee. They're going to regret it. I'm going to have fun with it. Because it's, it's, it's cra- I told y'all it was crashing down. Now it completely crashed, but at least my son got off the boat before the thing exploded. I gave him a chance. You can rewind it and go back. And I said, if you get the three ball brothers, you're going to survive this. You let them go. Oh, it's going to be a cold day in hell. Trust the believe that. So, why are you mad? I'm so happy. But why is he mad that they got traded? I have no idea. But it's Because the Lakers didn't believe in Lonzo? Yeah. So he's more. It's not even that they didn't believe in him. They had the chance to get a generational player. You get a generational player. So I love that he says that's going to crash and burn. It's not going to. They're yeah, going to be no, so much no. better yeah, instantly. Absolutely, 100%. instantly. Even if they just, even if they finish third in the Dude, West, just, still just kill LeBron, Kuzma, and and and, and Anthony Davis, Davis is a good team. And if they add one more piece, 
It's gonna be solid. They Rock solid. Any, they don't have any max spots left. But anyway, he's fucking crazy, man. He's not. It's he's amazing. Not all there. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it makes me happy to watch now, someone go nuts. And now Melo declared for the draft. He's gonna play in Australia for a year and then declare for next year's draft. And he says he's gonna go number one. Probably not gonna. Happen. Well, so which Melo is more likely to play for the Lakers? That's a very good one. You know, if I were the Lakers, I would draft him and just never. And trade him, trade him to the Pelicans. No, no, I would draft him. No, you, that's you doing them a favor. I would draft him and then just help you scratch him every game. Oh, fuck off, man. Slow clap. Carly Lloyd tells Eagle to go fuck himself <laughs> with this amazing slow clap. Yeah, okay, so I saw this. I don't have the video either. Anyway, so she kind of like, she scores a goal. Team USA chick, she scores a goal and she does like one of these. And it, that's worse than the actual celebration. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so, but this is, this is what, this is what you get, media. This is what you get for being jerks. No. Let them have fun. No. Because I'm now sorry. you're going to get the worst out I'm of them. I'm Team Eagle on this one. You're Team Wrong on this one. I'm Team Eagle on this one. Fuck you guys. Oh, man. It's just, I'm Team it's just, Fun. It's I'm just, it's fun. like you want to make women's soccer that much better. And then people say, hey, you know, don't show up the other team. And it's like, there's, they're like, no, fuck you. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to disrespect the other team. You can celebrate. Jump up with your team. But like the but 13th they goal, the girl sliding. With her leg in the air. Best celebration of all time. She had no. It was a shitty. She's coming so off an ACL injury. She's showing us her ACL spine. That's a terrible way to do it too. Why she did she do it, it on the first goal? What? Why did she do it on her first goal? She scored three. Because Hattrick's more exciting. I don't mind the chick Alex Morgan when she scored a goal. She's like one, two. I don't mind that. See, people people had a bigger problem with that no. one. No, she scored five goals herself. She's celebrating herself. That's fine. Don't show up the other team. I don't even think any of the celebrations particularly showed up the other team personally. That's it's cool. a little slow clap, but they're just awesome because like. You, you, think, you think you had a problem before. You can have a problem now. <laughs> Gary's Woody. Gary Woodland got owned by Kirk Heinrich in the NCAA basketball. Heinrich. And that may have forced a decision that now led the U.S. Open Championship. So, Jesus Christ. Why did you right. put so much <laughs> info? Before, once. <laughs> why is there five sentences in So here? Kirk Heinrich played. <laughs> Kirk Heinrich destroyed him in the NCAA. Okay, yeah. Just completely destroyed him. Uh, so in basketball, yeah, Gary Woodland was a good instantly uh, oh, wow. basketball player. Oh, that's good for he uh, he was a good shooter, but yeah. he couldn't. They, he was like what they always said about him was he can't defend anything. Kirk Heinrich, the best he can't white player of all anything. time. Yeah. Um. So because Kirk Heinrich just washed him, yeah. he decided I'm gonna take up golf. Go to uh, Duke, I don't remember. Where did he go, Kirk Heinrich? He, Duke on it. So my thing is, he owes he owes this U.S. Open Championship to Kirk Heinrich. Kirk <laughs> Heinrich, sure. Kansas. That's Good it. job kicking his ass, uh, but the only guy getting hurt by that, Brooks Kepka came in second. So Brooks Kepka no longer a Kirk Heinrich fan. Your boy, Coactus. Coactus. <laughs> Yo, you gotta watch this video. This, this is a guy. Okay, set it up, Duke. Set it up. All right, this a bullshit wannabe <laughs> Duke impersonates. Uh, bullshit wannabe Duke impersonator gave Kawhi a plant, and I'm jealous that I wasn't drunk enough to think about it first. Plant guy. <laughs> plant guy. <laughs> With the plant, man. Where'd you get that? It's a housewarming gift for Kawhi. Oh, I see. He's staying. Does he know this yet? I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting. Have you seen him? I haven't seen him yet. I think he's somewhere in Oakland right now, celebrating his butt off. Well, when you see him, tell him I got a housewarming gift. Tell him I love him. I will. What kind of plant is that? Tell him thank you for the shot. What kind of plant is that? 
It's a plant for Kawhi. It's a Kawhi plant. It's a Kawhi plant. It's a Kawhi cactus. Have a good night, man. Kawactus. Kawactus. Plant guy says it's a Kawactus. I think Plant guy. Do we have the one that he gave yesterday? I think he's. I think he's doing well. I think he's having a good night. Let's just put it. So they caught him at the parade and he gave him a little flower. It's a new. It's a new species of plant. He's actually very funny. He's from BC. This guy. We the forest. Have a good night. We the forest. There you go. Plant guy. I love this guy, but he's a sensation. We need to get this guy on the show. Oh, yeah. This Stop guy, it. there's nobody more our speed than this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so what amazed me is how much the dude looked like Duke, how much the guy acted like Duke, yeah. how much the guy drank like Duke. And yeah, no, he's, a, he's a lot happier than Duke is. Yeah. Duke is angry. Duke is oh. does think much. The problem, is, the problem is Duke's not been drinking these days, and yo, he's been stressed. Yeah, man. You got you to gotta de-stress, have a drink, get Kawhi Cactus. You got it, bud. Right. <laughs> uh, Terry, man. Thank you for everything. No, no, we stopped Florida, man. Oh, no, no, we're, no, we're not doing Florida, man. You weren't tonight. listening. Oh, we have to cut it short. Uh, but thank you, Terry. Thank you, Eagle. Thank you, Duke. I know we know we're doing a normal sign-off, but before I do that, I do want to say we will sign off with the guy who took the most shots for St. Louis this week. Uh, you'll see what I mean in a sec. But and then, they are the champions. You've been listening to Hot Glory, Glory, Sauce. Sports. Gloria, Gloria, I think I got your number, Gloria. It's the best. <laughs>